back to So Be It, the podcast. Long time no talk. I'm the, we say that, we've got to stop. I know. We at least have to stop acknowledging it. Because yeah. then people are going to be like, wow, they suck. But we do suck. And we're sorry <laughs> that it's been so long once again. Okay, Casey, hit us with your high. So my high is very similar to the highs that I've been saying I've been having this whole summer. But I've just been having a really nice, relaxing, calm summer. I work a lot, but I've not been taking classes. I've not been, like, exhausting myself with things. I've just been having... I've been working and coming home and hanging out with friends. And it's been a nice break from the usual craziness that is my life. Wow. That is nice. I <laughs> could not relate less. Yeah, I know. I know, literally. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. My, oh, we should have done lows first. I don't know why. We always do lows first, but uh-huh. I forgot. That's okay. I'll do my high. Um, my high is that the exact opposite of yours, which is that summer is coming to an end <laughs> because I have not enjoyed the summer whatsoever. Uh-huh. But just because it's like, oh, I don't know. I literally talked about this in the last episode, but I just hate, like, not being around a lot of people and not right. being, like, in the loop, being busy 24-7. Like, I've still had a lot going on, but I haven't had a lot going on mixed in with, like, fun social things. Right. So it makes having a lot going on, like, not exhausting and just, like, ugh. No, yeah. So I'm really excited that soon school will be back in session, but I'm also sad because this is my last year of school, like, literally ever in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's so scary. Yeah. But I'm really excited for it, and I know it's going to be really fun. So I have a good feeling about this year, yeah. just in general. No, I do relate to you. Even though I've enjoyed my calm summer, I am a person who likes to stay like, oh, yeah. busy, and so I'm really excited, A, just to be back with, like, all of our friends and everything, to move yeah. into my new apartment, whatever. But, um, you know, I'm still excited, even though yes. I have had a great summer. Definitely. Okay, right. what's your low? My low has just been the process of moving. Oh, that's as, my low! Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's just been, like, first of all, it's just not fun to move, but there's, like, this break where I don't have an apartment, and um, I could stay at home, but my work is an hour away, so, like, it's just kind of one of those things that I'm literally playing by ear, and I'm just going to figure it out as I go along, and yeah (laughs) okay now that I do relate to because we're like in basically identical we're in the exact same situation yeah like we both move out at the end of the month and then we both move in like a few weeks later like to our new places and we're both just like in limbo like just gonna figure out where we're gonna live yeah literally yeah no I am so not looking forward to that like I'm truly dreading moving not because I'm not excited to move into my new place. I'm right. just not excited to move out. And exactly. Be, and, like, uh, I don't know. Be Casey, homeless. <laughs> yeah, Casey, you know how I am. Like, I live alone. Like, yeah. alone. And I have lived alone since I, am like, graduated high school. Yeah. And the idea of, like, having to share, like, a space with someone and not having, like, a complete space to my own. Uh-huh. Which I sound like such a brat right now. But I've just always been, like independent and so the idea of just not like oh like I'm I'm so the opposite like I literally can't wait to move in with my roommates because I'm just like so excited to live with them but like I just love having somebody around all the time like that's just me like that's just the like I don't know I just love I love having my own space but I also am like really excited to move in with the girls I'm living with yes no it's great to have them around no I I get that because like in in theory like 
I could see that being really fun and, like, loving having roommates, but, you know, having your own room and stuff. I'm worried because, like, you know, I'm I'm pretty much going to move in with my boyfriend, Kyle, Mm -hmm. and, like, share a space with him and like there's nothing wrong with him I'm just like a freak who like loves being by myself yeah and it's more of like that that's giving me anxiety which that's different than like you know moving into like an apartment where you have other people in other rooms right right right. whereas like you're you know sharing a room with someone yeah like totally different but that's more of like what I'm nervous for yeah but I could like I could have roommates like right right fine although I do absolutely love living alone like I honestly I wish I could because I'm like I'm gonna have to live with roommates until I get married because I just don't want to live alone no like I I always have to have someone right down the hall to hang out with me like (laughs) oh my gosh I think I do enjoy a weekend of my roommates being gone but I also like no I get that I think that like I kind of you're, you're kind of either the type of person that, like, wants to live alone or you're not. Right, I think, right. I think everyone's capable, and I think that everyone could benefit from it. Right. I don't think it's, like, meant for everyone, but I right, think that there's, right. like... I think that living alone teaches you things that no other experience can. That's very true. You know what I very mean? Very true. And if you have the means to do it, and it's, like, something you want to do, like, I honestly could not recommend it more. Like, I... <laughs> I love it. And, like, I don't take it for granted because, like, financially that's a lot more difficult than having roommates and everything. But it is definitely a luxury that I just love. So, So, (laughs) now that we've talked their ears off about roommates and living situations. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We can jump into... No, it's okay. I did, too. We can jump into favorites. What's your favorite for this week? Um, my favorite is Taylor Swift's new hit single, The Archer. Um, everyone go check it out. It's so good. (laughs) And I'm really, it came out literally today and I already know all the words. I'm just really, uh, well, everybody knows that I love her, but this song is just like, it's emo as heck, but it's so good. And it just reminds me of some old Taylor Swift vibes and it's just, old Taylor Swift is my jam. It's just old, sad, slow Taylor Swift where you're just like, Ouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in like the most beautiful way. So I love it and I highly recommend that song. So love her. Yep. Casey. Mine's actually music too, which if you oh know me gosh. is uncommon. And this <laughs> is a, going to be a very unpopular opinion among many people. Is it gonna be an unpopular opinion among me? Yeah, I don't I'm not even I literally have not even told you this because I'm like, she's gonna be like, I am not into this. <laughs> but I'm so scared. <laughs> no, don't be scared. It's it's just this really random band. They're called AJR and they've had like one or two hits. Okay. They're on TikTok a lot. Oh, my God. Which is also kind of my other favorite. Oh, my God. That's our... Okay, we'll get into that once you're done. But they... I liked them before they were, like, you know, popular on TikTok. But um, their music is just so interesting and different and very much my style. And so I'm loving them right now. Oh, my God. But... As for TikTok goes... Wow. Margaret and I... (laughs) Casey and I's combined favorite is the app TikTok, and as I, I'm sure many are familiar with. I swore on everything in my life that I would never download TikTok and enjoy it. And here I am. Listen, and I want everyone, <laughs> I know that people are listening to this with their judging ears on. Yeah. And take your judging ears off because, <laughs> wow, it is unlike any realm of comedy that you will ever experience. Yeah. It is so funny, and you just have to, like, okay, first of all, if you're someone who enjoys cringy humor, yes. like, that's your space. Like, that's, Seriously. that's where you need to thrive. <laughs> and if you don't like cringy humor, you're going to learn to. Yes. Because yes, yes. I didn't always like cringy humor, and then I just started embracing it. 
And honestly, TikTok has a lot to offer. Cute animals, weird teenagers, scary redneck people. There's, (laughs) sorry, I don't mean to offend anybody. There's like just everything good is on that app. Yes. It just brightens my day every day. It's very cultured and very accepting. (laughs) Yes. Oh, okay. That is true. It is a very accepting space. There's nothing you like won't see on TikTok in terms of like different types of people. Oh my goodness. I saw. It's very diverse. Sorry. I'm going to go off on a mini tangent. I hope that's okay with you, Casey. Yeah. I found this guy on TikTok, Casey, I have to send him to you, and I'll find out his username, and if anyone wants to know it, send me a DM, and I'll let you know what it is, because I don't know it right now, but it's this guy on TikTok, and he's, like, an overweight person, but he's on, like, a fitness journey. <gasps> I love those people and on TikTok. And he's so positive and happy, Ugh. and he shows his workouts every day, Aww. and he shows his meals, and he's just always smiling and being so positive. And the comments on his videos are the sweetest things. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're doing so amazing. Like, mm-hmm. and it's just like absolutely the sweetest thing ever. Ugh. And I always comment and I'm like, you can do it. Like, <laughs> I'm, always like I'm always like, I'm so proud of you. Aww. And he's just so sweet and like legitimately makes me smile every day because he just like talks about how he's just like trying to be more positive in his life and I'm like wow no I so recommend I know there's like I always come across videos of people being like I'm this many days sober from like drugs yes. or whatever and I'm like oh like I'm just so like that's probably really hard to put out there it's so but, like, great I love stuff like that like you get some cringe humor you get some people who are making better strides in their life yes. and then you get some actual funny content and, and you get like, some some puppies a lot of the yeah time. lots of puppies on TikTok yeah you just never know what you're gonna see and it's like always a pleasant surprise it's so good okay well that's enough about tiktok let's get into the juicy part oh my god (laughs) okay so today we're gonna be well here let me backtrack for a second okay as pretty much probably everybody knows that's listening to this casey and i are in a sorority um if you didn't know that now you do and so today we're gonna be talking about sorority formal recruitment i was thinking earlier how funny it would have been to start this podcast with a door chant to scare everybody. Oh my god. Okay, insert the clip, the viral video in your minds that you guys literally all know of the UT 80 pies singing and they're like opening the gates of hell. That's, you know what I, I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, why do they do that? And I was like, you know, every single sorority at every single school does that, right? And they were like, what? Yeah. They were like, you guys do that? And I was like, yes, this is not an uncommon thing no like, I know but I was like how funny would that have been just for someone to like click on the podcast be like oh and then us like should we do one right I- now no I'm just kidding <laughs> like attacking everybody with a door stack like I'm ready to hair flip <laughs> oh my gosh if you guys don't know what we're talking about which you should if you're on any form of social media but um yeah, basically all, the entire chapter gets in in the door, and they, like, open the doors, and we all start chanting. You it's, just basically see a bunch of floating heads that are yeah, screaming at you. it's craziness, but honestly, they're kind of fun. Oh, no, it is so ridiculously yeah. fun. That's, the cheerleader in me loves it. I'm oh, like, my gosh. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> no, yeah, the cheerleaders thrive at yeah. door chants. So, anyways, like Margaret was saying, we're in a sorority, and um, recruitment is approaching in less than a month. It is, and it's honestly, you guys, I'm not even going to lie to you, it's 80% of what Casey talks about. Yeah, no, literally. Um, <laughs> She's so excited. Seriously, I'm so excited for it, <laughs> but for many reasons, but yeah. um, we just thought we'd get on today and talk about our recruitment experience and yes. give you the real side of it because, like, 
you know. Because it has, like, a reputation for being fake. Oh, yeah, totally. And, like, is it all fun and games? No, but it's also not, like, as negative as some people make yeah, it sound. Yeah, definitely. And, like, you know, I'll level with you guys. Like, I understand why people think it's fake. Yeah. Because you're trying to put everyone's trying to put their best foot forward yes. the people in the chapter and the people going through and let's face it like your best is not all you are all the time exactly so that like assumption that it's fake is like it's that's an understandable assumption right. but it's just kind of like it's like going to a job literally interview. that's what i was just about to say like it's like going to a job interview yeah. you're not gonna go into a job interview with your hair all a mess talking about your failures i mean you probably are like a little bit but you're gonna take your failures and you're gonna make them positive exactly so exactly. that your employer thinks that you're great no literally sorority recruitment is a job interview for four days straight yeah it is <laughs> but it's a little bit more it's it's a job interview but it's like a personal job yeah, for you about real. like your values and your goals and yes. like what type of person you are and what type of person you want to be right know? which right. is really fun when you think about it yeah well yeah. do you want to start with your recruitment experience sure do you want to yeah and okay. I'm just gonna briefly go over it you can briefly tell yours and then we can okay. kind of talk about the feelings that go along with recruitment totally um yeah okay so I went through recruitment as a sophomore um and I was you know I didn't go through my freshman year because I had intentions of transferring plus I just also didn't think that was really for me but I ended up going through my sophomore year and basically it was not at all what I thought it was going to be even though like as a sophomore I knew a lot about sororities and sorority recruitment I also just like it's one of those things that you don't like you can't ever you can't, be prepared yeah no and it's like an experience you won't get anywhere else and so um basically I um gosh I guess I'll give, kind of give you a lowdown on how recruitment works for our school it's four days but it's four rounds everywhere you go um and so the first day you go to all eight houses and help me explain this so you choose at the end of each day you want me to explain, like, the, the cutting type of process? We'll explain how you choose. Yeah, let's just do that. Like, Okay, so after your first round, this is how it works at the school that we go to. Obviously, at bigger schools, like, things are different. But essentially what happens is, like, it's a mutual selection process. Like, yeah. you pick the houses that you want to go back to the next day, and you'll essentially cut houses that, like, you didn't really jive with, you know? Yeah. And then the the houses, the chapters themselves will do the same thing. And right. so each day that you go through, the houses you're going back to get smaller and smaller because, you know, you're narrowing your selection for yes. uh, the sorority that you're going to go. Yeah, so basically, um, you go to All Eight Houses Day 1. I was keeping notes on my phone in between houses just about, like, trying to remember the names of the girls I talked to, um, right. remembering who I had really good conversations with, remembering things I talked about with them, and just overall my thought on each house. Yeah. So at the end of the That's day... That's a really big tip, honestly. Yes. Like, if you're listening to this and you're going to go through recruitment, honestly, that's probably one of, like, the top tips that... And people don't usually say that a lot, but it's, right. like, taking notes after 
you talk to the girls is like yes. so important because by the end of the day you're out and about all day talking to people yes. by the time you get back you're like I don't remember if I liked that or not I like, know you don't literally they told me that um my real gamma which a real gamma for those of you who don't know is someone who is in a sorority but is not affiliated at the time yeah, they so they it's like a secret of what sorority they are and they're just supposed to kind of help you guide they help guide you through recruitment and just kind of, like, help you make an unbiased decision. Right. So, um, yeah, my real gamma told me, like, you're not going to remember anything by the end of the day. And I was like, nope, not true. But I went ahead and took notes anyways. And literally by the end of the day, I was like, I don't even remember, like, the order I went in. Like, to no, which house. <laughs> your brain is so fried. Yeah. And you're just, like, running off of, like, adrenaline, basically. No, and, like, you just feed off of the anxiety. And you're just, like, <laughs> you're just going and going and going. Yeah, and it's, like, so fun to be in each house, but it's also, like, a lot at once. Um, right. So, yeah, anyways, I took notes over everything, and then I made my decision at the end of the night. And, basically, you choose, for us, there's eight houses, so you chose which six you wanted to go back to. The order doesn't right. matter. And then you choose the two that you aren't as interested in. And you rank them in the first one at the top of that list is the one you would most likely want to go back to. Right. Out of the ones that you cut. Right. So you kind of, the ones that you cut are ranked in order in case you don't get invited back to a house. Right. So I ranked all mine. I was feeling pretty good about some of my conversations, but some of the houses I knew like right off the bat, I was like, I'm not going to fit in here or like, this is just not like the house for me. And so, um, the next morning you get your list back of like your schedule basically of where you're going to go first. Well, basically I got cut from four houses out of eight. So half of them. Right. And I think I got cut from three. Okay. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Sorry. Carry on. I okay. just interrupted you. No, you're good. You're remember. good. No, you're just thinking out loud. It's okay. Um, so I got cut from four houses and, um, it didn't hurt my feelings, but I was shocked. I actually, I guess my feelings were kind of hurt because, Oh, my feelings were hurt. I was upset. Like, I, it just, like, hurt that that many people, that many houses didn't want me back. And I was like, right. what's wrong with me? But I quickly got myself out of that and forced myself to be okay with what I got. <laughs> and just so everyone knows, if slash when you get cut from a house, there's yeah. nothing wrong with you. No, not at all. Like, that is so, like, and not. That's, and it's, obviously, it's nearly impossible to not have that mindset. Yeah. Because that's what you're wondering. But, honestly, the best way to do it, it's, like, if you get cut from somewhere, just, like, honestly, forget that ever even happened. Like, yeah. forget you ever even went. And it's one less house you have to worry about, like. It's one less conversation you have to have. Yeah. The as every day goes by, you're just closer and closer to getting to where you need to be. Right. And it's, like, that's how I was. Like, I got cut from three houses the first day. Yeah. Um, presumably four grades, yeah. I imagine. Right. Um, I was told by a friend that was in one that at least one of them was, like, grade-wise. And I was, like, bitter as heck because the three that I got um, cut from after day one were my favorites. Like, yeah. obviously... I love eight feet. But, like, after day one, that yeah. was, like, those were my top three, and I got cut from all of them by day two. Yeah. So, it just, like, happens. And I, I was upset at first. I was like, oh, no. Like, yeah. what happened? Because I loved day one. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, this is my element. I'm thriving. Yeah. And then by day two, I was kind of like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, but then after that, once I, like, kind of got over myself, it got a lot better. 
And to kind of go off what you're saying, there's a house that you could not like day one. You can go back and love it and end up joining that sorority. Like that was literally that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So like like, exactly. That's why it's like you might hate a house day one and then go back and be like, why did I hate it? It was amazing. One hundred percent. That was me with Afi. Yeah. Completely. And so luckily for me, Afi was like my first choice on day one, and um, I got invited back to Afi, and then my second favorite house, which right. felt really good, because I loved both of those houses. They both really stood out to me, and I got invited back to both of them. Right. Um, I did get cut from my other four that I chose to go back to, so the two houses that I chose to, like, cut from my list, I ended up going back to, and that right. happens if, like, you got cut by houses that you wanted to go back to, you typically will end up having to go back to a house that you cut. However, I ended up being pleasantly surprised with them. I, you know, still, you know, chose to cut them right. at the end of the day, but I was glad I got the opportunity to go back because I ended up meeting some really cool girls that I, like, am friends with to this day um, that I talked to during recruitment, and so right. um, it happens, and I wasn't upset about that. Like, I was, like, fine with going back to houses that I cut. Oh, definitely. It just, That's like, hurt to get cut from houses that I did like. Exactly. That's honestly way more of a thing, and yeah. I would say just in general, like, when it comes to, like, getting cut, cutting people, whatever, however you want to call it, like, the best, like, advice I can give overall is, like, when it comes to recruitment on either side, you just, like, cannot be too prideful. Oh, yeah, not at all. (laughs) Because, like, chances are you're gonna get, like, some things are gonna feel personal when they're not, and it's just best to, like, not even, like, make it about, like, try not to make it about you as much as you can, like, in your head. Like, just think that, oh, it's not personal, whatever. Like, move on. Right. Because if you let that pride, like, control you, then it's going to be a really tough process and it's going to become much harder for you to connect with other chapters. Right. And to end up um, happy and positive where you are. Like, where right. you end up. You know what I mean? Like, you just kind of have to, like, set your pride aside and yeah. just, like, go with what's happening. Right, right. So, yeah, that was just kind of how mine went. I didn't get cut from another house after day one. Um, and so, for two days, I did have to go back to houses that I wasn't, like, super interested in. But by pref night, and I knew AFI all along was, like, where I was going to end up. Right. Um, but, you know, I was also keeping my options open because I was like, you never know. Another house could surprise me. Um, by pref night, which um, is, like, really, like, a big night it's like the final night of recruitment and it's usually like very emotional um like lots of people cry plenty of people don't but lots of people cry and you're like really making like a deep connection with the person you're talking to that's like a really big turning point for a lot of people but um yeah that night I got to go back to my two favorite houses which was so awesome and I felt so welcome at them like I like the whole week was, like, stressed, like, am I gonna end up going back to a house, like, are they gonna invite me back, but by prep night, I was, like, confident, like, in my decision, and that, like, I wasn't gonna be let down. Casey, you know what I love about this? What? Is I can literally, I'm not kidding, I can picture (laughs) you walking, like, on prep night, so Casey, 
went through recruitment when I was already in the chapter. She went through last year and I was already in. And I remember standing at the door. Like, I still remember. <laughs> I can remember so clearly you walking in on prep night and she was smiling so big. I was so excited. I you could have tell no idea. you wanted to be there so freaking bad. Yes. And I was like, oh my god, this it girl was... is so happy. And I'm like standing there like singing a little song and she's like, she's literally just smiling like so big. And I was like, okay, this girl Half of it was thriving. I was excited. Excited to be back, and the other half was I was like, I can't believe I keep getting invited back to this house. Okay, that's how that is so how I felt. Yeah, with it, like AP, I was just like, oh my gosh, I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm back again. No, literally, I was like, how cool. That was like the biggest thing for me was like everyone in AP was like so beautiful to me, which like I talked to a lot of beautiful girls in a lot of houses. Oh but, my gosh, like yeah. everyone's stunning, but. In AFI, I just was, like, always talking to, like, the most, like, unrealistically beautiful people. And I was, like, the they liked me. Yeah, for, honestly, for real. No, and truly. to be, to know I was invited back because that person liked me, I was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's crazy. Like, I couldn't believe it. No, I feel that. It was so flattering. But that's how it feels everywhere, honestly. Like, yeah. getting asked back to any house is, like... Literally. It's the most, like, it's kind of, like, the same as what I was saying before, but the exact opposite, where it's, like, it's, like, the nicest compliment. Yeah. And you're just, like, oh my gosh. Like, it's... This sounds really dramatic, but, like, it's an honor that, like, someone, like... Basically, when you get asked back, it's saying that, like, someone, like, sees potential in you and that they, like, want to spend time with you. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? That they want you around. And even the houses that I cut, I was still so flattered that they wanted me back. 100%. It's like, like, it's so nice. I know. I was so like thankful that like they liked me, you know? And totally. And when I got cut, it wasn't because they hated me or didn't like me. Oh, like yeah. that's like almost never the case. Like, no, <laughs> there's, oh, there's a, so many the case, factors. Like 1% of the time. Yeah. If you are super mean to somebody. And <laughs> like, there's so, the there's so many factors that go into inviting people back. Like you were saying, sometimes yes. it's grades. Sometimes it's like, if you weren't involved in a lot, maybe right. like it just, there's so many things it could be. That's why it's like, you can't really pinpoint stuff all the time. But. Exactly. Again, like to tie it back, like it's like a job interview, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, there's a million reasons why like, yeah. you may or may not be asked back, you know, exactly. like you just never know. Yeah. So basically to like put my recruitment experience in a nutshell, I had like my two favorite houses that I kept getting invited back to. And, um, at the end of the week I did I chose a fee. Uh, so on the final night, like we were saying, other days it doesn't matter what order you put the houses in that you want to go back to, but on prep night it does because you choose, like, the first choice is the one that you want to end up at, and the second choice is, like, I would be happy right. with this house, but it's not my first choice. Right. So I put a fee as number one, and that's who I got, and, like, oh my gosh, such a good feeling to open my bid card and see, like... This like we sound so annoying. No, I know, but seriously, it was so exciting because it, no, like, it was like the sisters of Alpha Phi invite you or like yeah, whatever it's to join the membership or whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was like so exciting. Yeah, it's very fun, and it made the whole thing like at that moment in time, like I literally forgot that I had been cut from four houses. Exactly. I was like, who cares? Like I don't care that oh, I got cut. I got my honestly, first choice. <laughs> honestly, that's exactly how I felt. I literally was like, ugh, like everyone else, who even are you? <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like so thriving. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. And that's like I'm having like deep flashbacks now. I know, me too. Are you like having flashbacks? Yes. Oh my god. I'm having deja vu so bad. Like yeah. when she was explaining like opening your bid. That's what I literally but like, that's oh what, my god. That's what like my main like if I could say anything to a PNN would be like the moment when you open your bid, you're gonna forget like all the bad things that happened that week or all the stress and all the like anxiety about if you're gonna like end up happy where you are like it, lack of sleep the whole yeah. thing pain in your feet from walking yeah. in heels like oh, <laughs> I have a good question but you can't answer it because you haven't been through yet but I was gonna ask let's I'll just ask you hypothetically okay or what you think okay do you think that you'll like being the P&M better going through recruitment or being on the other side better mm. I liked going through recruitment better because I just had a great time because like I really I honestly didn't feel like I felt a lot more stressed being on the other side of recruitment yeah. and talking to girls rather right. than going through I and talking to girls in the houses like I loved that I had yeah. no problems like I am gonna okay so here's here's my um <laughs> I can't choose because as a PM, yeah. as we all know, I love talking about myself. I was, Casey, I was just about <laughs> to say that. I'm like, the difference is talking about yourself versus talking about somebody else. Talking about somebody else and representing an entire group. Exactly. Like, the only time you're talking a little bit about yourself, really. Yeah. I mean, you do talk about yourself, but right. not, you're not the focus. That's why, that's why I loved being a PM. was like, I just got to talk about myself and like, Right. all my credentials you know me like, too I was president of this club whatever oh, like yeah. but I'm You're also just boosting yourself yeah but also I think I'm gonna really like being on the other side of it because we all know I love talking about things that I'm like super passionate about right and like sharing something that I love with somebody and like introducing them to, to it is gonna be so much fun for me it is fun it's yeah it is different because it's like as a recruiter you're you are talking about yourself but you're relating it to the chapter as a whole right because you are the representative to that person that you're speaking to like they don't get to talk to every single person so you have to represent like everything yeah you know what I mean so that's the difference but that's literally what I was thinking is like I think I liked going through because I loved just rambling on and on about like about myself yeah it's so fun (laughs) because that's the easiest that's like literally the easiest thing to talk about because you know yourself yeah no literally so yeah I think that's a hard question for me to answer because I yeah because you haven't done it yeah exactly okay I have another question too okay did you so overall did you enjoy like going through recruitment like did you find it fun looking back yes like I can't say at the moment it was fun I did have fun like at the moment at some moments but um overall it was like a really interesting experience and really fun like it's fun now because like I know each of the sororities now yeah and it's kind of fun because it was like you're finding who you fit in with and who like you're gonna join and so it's interesting for me to look back and like be like oh well I know I liked why I liked this house versus this house or whatever so I think I like enjoyed and it's also easier to say that I enjoyed going through it because I know what came out of it yeah like I get to look and see what came out of it like I I don't know, like, I didn't rush my freshman year and didn't join, and, like, I had a great freshman year. I loved it, as we know from my last, or was it the last episode? One of the previous episodes, talking about great freshman year. It was awesome, but, like, 
I had like honestly a really hard semester in the fall right mm-hmm. after joining right. and not that like AFI like brought me out of like sadness or anything but it was just a hard semester that semester and I was really glad I had AFI to distract myself because there was yeah. always somebody to talk to always somebody to hang out with and it was like a brand new experience like totally. it was like all brand new to me and so like amongst the hard things that semester like you know, I was able to distract myself with AFI and, yeah. you know, it was like, it was just new and fun and like it made a good distraction. Light. It did. It, it so did. And that was like, um, a lot of times like, yeah. um, I was like, which I know I've talked about this a couple times, how like I was like always just like tired from that semester. And sometimes I didn't want to get out of bed to go to something, but right. AFI always forced me to. And I was always really glad I did because yeah, totally. I didn't want to miss out. <laughs> yeah, something that I'm, like, grateful about as far as AFI goes is, like, the contrast between my freshman year, which you've heard about. Yes. Not great. Very isolated. Yeah. The complete contrast. I also rushed as a sophomore, um, obviously. And, like, the contrast from having, like, being so isolated to constantly, like, having people around. Yeah. And, like, constantly having things going on and, like, people to hang out with, new people to meet, and just, like, a lot of opportunity. Right. Was, like, so nice because that's what yes. I had, that's what I had been craving my freshman year. Yeah. And, like, AFI really gave me that and, like, even more than just, like, the sorority itself is, like, you meet people in all of Greek life at the whole university. It's, like, yes. belonging to an organization, like, particularly a Greek one, opens you up to like meeting so many people literally and like I have great friends in other chapters that I love to death that Mm -hmm. like I met during the recruitment process and that I've met through like mixers and different sisterhood events and right you know meeting like just so many people like and just feeling another like really great thing about it is like you feel a lot more at least speaking for myself Mm -hmm. a lot more connected to the university oh my like there i think if sorry i'm about to get real passionate i I struck a chord with casey you struck a chord with me (laughs) i literally don't think i mean there are lots of great organizations on campus but i think greek life is the best way to get involved yeah it is that and like student government Yes. Those yeah. are, like, the two ways to just, like, really, like, dig in and, like... Immerse yourself in the university. And immerse yourself into, like, into college. Yes. And, like, that's kind of also how you, like, I don't know, like, game day and, like, all of that traditional college stuff. And, like, homecoming, that's a really big part of, like, Greek life is, like... Or the university is, like, Greek life and homecoming and Greek week and, like... Yeah. All of that kind of stuff. Like, if you want, like, a pretty much like the traditional college experience like that's the way to do it yes totally and especially you and I were both really really involved in high school and lots of things and like it was like it's just like the way to be involved in college like <laughs> I literally was just doing a happy dance the entire time she was just saying that because I was so involved in high school yeah, as me too. probably everybody knows that was like my I loved high school first of all me too that can be a whole other episode but I was so involved and like that's also what Greek life gives you is like great opportunities for leadership positions. Oh my gosh, yeah. And more like, than you know. <laughs> and like you 
it gives you a lot of like real life experience I know that sounds ridiculous but like you know you join and like you get a position and then you're like learning how to do all these things like how to work with a team how to like create events and stuff and it's yeah. just like it's really fun and honestly like really helpful and great for resumes looks like, amazing on resumes you learn different yeah. skills like it's just wow I know couldn't recommend it more and sorry to tug on the heartstrings oh, but oh god I would not have met Margaret if I didn't go through recruitment and... Stop it right away. I know. I literally Stop. almost didn't go through. Like, I debated, like, should I, oh, should I go? I had signed up for recruitment. I had been to the meeting or whatever. And then the day of, I was like, I don't think I want to go. But I was like, I got to go. I got to do it. And I'm so glad I did because, first of all, not only have I met you, but, like, so... Okay, what? Like, 60 other girls or more than that like 80 80 other girls yeah (laughs) (laughs) so many it's way more than that I wasn't even thinking straight um but like I met like so many people that I'm like what would my not that like it's like Greek life or die but like I just wonder what my college wouldn't be the same it wouldn't be the same and I just am curious how it would have turned out life wouldn't be the same sorry that sounds really dramatic but it's true our lives would not be the same it's true it it truly is because this is a lifetime thing even though people are probably like cringing right now like I'm cringing, but, like, in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we know it's true. Yeah, it really is. And, like, before I had joined, like, I, I always kind of knew that I wanted to be in a sorority, but that's yeah. because, like, I've always been involved in, like, leadership-type things, and, like, right. that's what I was drawn to about it. And, like, I just really am, like, a big fan of, like, female friendships and, like, empowerment <sighs> and all that kind yes. of stuff. Yes! And, like, all that kind <laughs> of stuff. So, like, I knew it was going to be up my alley because I'm, like, really passionate about, like, building other women up. But... I, wait, what was I even saying? I don't even remember. Oh, wait, what was I saying? Oh, rats. (laughs) I completely (laughs) forgot what I was talking about. Okay, I remembered what I was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Which was, before I had joined a sorority, all of those, even though, like, I had always been, like, down for this Greek life situation. Yeah. I had always heard all of the cliche things about, oh, it's it's forever, it's it's for life, the forever friends, trust the process, like, uh-huh. all of that, and I'd always been like, like, <laughs> gross, and, like, before you join, you're kind of like, okay, like, very skeptical about a lot of yes. stuff, at least that's how I was, I would say that, like, my number one, like, emotion throughout recruitment was just skeptical, like, yeah. Because that's the type of person that I am. I really question things. And I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, sure, you're all friends. Sure, you (laughs) do anything for each other. Prove it. But, like, it's true. Like, yeah. Like, I can, like, confidently say that. Like, that I would, like, be there for literally anyone in in the chapter. No, seriously. Like, literally anybody. Any girl in this chapter could call me and be like, I'm stuck on the side of the road an hour away. And I would go get her. No, seriously. And, like, I I feel like people are, like, not going to believe me. But, like, I know. But, like, I seriously. And I surprise myself by saying that. But it's, like, it's the truth. And it's, like, yeah. So, you really don't know until you're in the depths of it and you're just like wow uh, yeah my heart is full of love and it's really funny too because two of my really good friends in high school they rushed like way before me they were alpha fees though and it's funny now because like our relationship is like so different because like we share the you know like the the alpha feed bond the bond by the ivy leaves like oh my god <laughs> no it really is cool though We're because like scare everybody away. i know <laughs> they're like what <laughs> um but like it really is funny to see like how those 
how like our friendship has changed because now we're both alpha fees and it's like oh, it's yeah. really cool oh yeah i'll be at work and like someone a girl will come in with like an alpha fee shirt and then i'll like yes. i'll be like oh my gosh aoe and then they're yeah. like wow oh my gosh one lady one time i was at work and she saw my water bottle that said alpha fee she didn't even say anything she did like the hand sign and i i knew and i was like oh my gosh <laughs> Casey, we have to, we're going to scare so many people. <laughs> no, it's not scary. It's like a really. Like, no, it's not scary. It's cool. It feels like you're, it feels like you're in like a secret club that like random people right. are in. And then you're like, oh, you're part of the secret club too. Yeah. It's so cool to yeah, run into really people fun. who are like a part of your chapter Yeah, or just Greek life in general. Like it's really cool to meet like Definitely. other people in Greek life. Like even at work, I'll run into girls who are like in a totally different sorority. But you just feel like you get them more. Yeah, you feel like you're, you're bonded, and you're some connected way. somehow. Like yeah. you know, pan love. You've lived a certain life. Yeah, that's, you know, they get it. Yeah, and so that's. I mean, there's so many. I like Greek life is so like cliche, but it like is one of those things that like you learn to love it because you get into it, and it's like. It and then really you understand is. like what makes it like so unique and yeah. so and honestly so controversial too like and so oh fascinating. But we'll do a whole other episode about. That. Oh yeah, we have other stuff planned for this topic. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I feel like that. I mean, I could talk about recruitment all day. You know, I could talk about recruitment all yeah, day. Yeah, but they do not have the time. <laughs> right, <laughs> and I don't have the time to see her and talk about and it. And you cannot afford to lose your voice. <laughs> So I hope you guys thought that was enjoyable, whether you're a PNM or um, like somebody who's just not Greek or not involved in Greek life and was just curious. I hope you guys learned something. I hope you cringed a little bit. I did. <laughs> Me but too. But in a good way. Yeah, of course. All right. Thank you all for listening. And let us know, as always, if you have other topics that you're interested in. And we promise we will get better at creating content. Oh my gosh. We're going to try. It'll be easier during the school year. Definitely. Which sounds crazy, but it really will be. Yeah, it really will. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening in. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>